0: Hey, great friends. What's happening? Uh, Kaplan and crew today on Wednesday. You can see where I'm at. I'm up in the LA studios today. Um, Hey, let me have a a second here to just mention all of our great sponsors. I'll start with 7 Mile Casino, SevenMileCasino.com. Now, check this out, everybody. Um, On Sunday, November 5th, the Chatlins, led by Miss Molly, are putting together a very organic, great friends get-together at 7 Mile Casino Sunday to watch football and to celebrate Joe Rigby's birthday, one of the all-time great friends. I haven't even looked at the schedule to see what the games are, but um, I'm planning on being there. Alex, I don't know if you're available. If you can come down for a little bit, we'll put pressure on Browner. But um, if you guys are organizing it, I want to show up. So I just appreciate what you guys are doing. Seven Mile Casino. The website is sevenmilecasino.com. And uh, that's the best place to play cards. Have a great brunch on Saturday and Sunday morning, best in South County. And... Um, smoke-free right off Bay Boulevard. Beautiful. You're going to love it. Seven Mile Casino, sevenmilecasino.com. Any problems with gambling, you call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, I also want to mention our friends from Mushroom Life. Man, these guys are killing it every day. Every day, Brett Weiss winds up sending me a receipt and goes, hey, um, check this one out. And you guys are buying it up because look, people want to try something different. They want an alternative. If you use prescription pills because you can't sleep, if you use prescription pills because you can't focus. If you use prescription pills because you can't get a hard-on. Whatever your issue is, there is a plant-based medicine alternative, and this might work great for you. Mushroom Life, mushroomlife.com, slash great friends. You get 50% off your first order. So if you're going to try a variety of products, you might as well buy at the beginning so you can get that 50% savings. Mushroomlife.com, slash great friends. Hey, how awesome was it yesterday? And I darn it, I forgot to mention to Gary, Gary Cooper was with us yesterday. He was talking about how it's still a great time to buy a house. And Gary and his wife um, had just recently been on a vacation in Kona. And that's where they were having the women's world championships of Ironman. I forgot to talk to him about it. I feel like such a schmuck. 858 376 is the phone number. You can see it right there. Gary talked about this yesterday. Why is it still a great time to buy a home? Because if you got the cash, um, you can put it down now and you can pay that higher interest rate. And when the interest rates come down, that mortgage payment's going to be a lot less. And it's going to feel a lot more comfortable. But by the time you wind up waiting, trying to time the market, three months, six months, a year, prices are going to go up and up and up. Call Gary. Talk to the pro. 858-376-1299. Let's start the show. hey great friends what's going on today is wednesday it is october 18th kaplan and crew with grande and the brown man just hitting the radio airwaves hitting the stream of youtube all the audio podcast platforms television tonight every social media platform known to man and uh, we're about the easiest people on the planet to find we're in the seven mile casino studios sevenmilecasino.com fellas good afternoon and um I kind of want to start with just picking up on a story that we talked about yesterday. Yesterday being Tuesday was like all this post-game analysis of the Cowboys and the Chargers of Monday Night Football. But Alex, you brought to our attention yesterday the one fan that the Chargers had in SoFi Stadium, because it was all Cowboys fans, and this woman was losing her mind the entire game broadcast. And because she was so animated, the television producers kept going back to her and back to her to the point where people around the country were like, I don't know that this woman is a real Charger fan or if she is a paid actress. And it turned into the NFL insider types yesterday, literally calling the Chargers public relations department going, was that a setup? Is that for real? And then this woman became like this viral sensation and Pat McAfee threw her on his national show. And before you knew it, this whole thing was blowing up. And by the way, while I'm talking about like a fan in a suite, dude, Mario Lopez, my man, happy birthday, Slater. Happy fitty, Okay. But honestly, dude, like not all San Diegans are Charger haters like me. Do your thing, brother. But gosh, seeing you in Dean Spanos is sweet on sunday it kind of nauseates me just wanted to put that out there hi guys how are you
1: hey how's it going
0: it's going i going i
1: yeah
2: mario lopez irritates me dude he irritates me
1: what he's doing doing this like uh
2: he's doing this and i don't follow him on tiktok but he's doing this like food review stuff Mm -hmm. he goes around to like different like mexican places across l.a oh my god there's a bajillion of them and he like you know he you know i love i i don't Want to sound like a hater, but I know I'm about to sound like a hater. I always find it very fascinating when you speak English and you sound like me and you sound like Mario Lopez, like we just speak English, right? But when he goes and does his food reviews, it's tortilla, it's sopa, it's corona. You know, it's not like corona, it's not like soup. It's, you know, you gotta, you, like, he <laughs> has to play it up. Yeah. And I'm like, I get it, dude. Whatever. You got a thing. But I, I that's my only exposure to Mario Lopez is when he randomly pops up on my, by and, the way. He is a beautiful man. I really like 50. Yeah, he's 50. He's ripped and lean. And listen, him and
0: Adrian Gonzalez are like BFFs. And so because I love Adrian, I want to like Mario. The thing is, is look, Joe Musgrove is at the Charger game. He's a Charger fan. Uh, Adrian Gonzalez is a San Diego guy, lives in LA, works for the Dodgers. He's a Charger fan. Mario Lopez is a San Diego guy who loves the Dodgers. And loves the Chargers and is always in Dean Spanos' suite. And I, I totally, totally get it, man. I get it. I do. I just wish you weren't like so blatant about it, because you know, as a San Diegan, you know, you, you kind of, I don't know, man. Just it just feels kind of dirty to me, Mario Lopez.
1: He just doesn't feel real authentic to me. That's all. I yeah. don't have a problem with him. You know, get your money, player, get paid. But whenever I see him, he's just not. I mean, this is gonna sound wild. He's not believable as a Mexican. <laughs> if if, if you, I, I'm sorry for people who that offends, I get it. I know it sounded all oh, it sounded horrible coming out. I felt it when it came out. But it he just horrible here
2: too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I'm not just, offended
2: by it, but whatever.
1: You know, that would be like me saying Russell Wilson doesn't feel like a real black guy. So mm. just for the sake of huddling up around what I'm saying. That's what I'm trying to say. He just doesn't seem authentic to me. So if he's doing a, a review of all these places and now he's pronouncing things way different, that would feel super fake to me. And it's the
2: only vibe I get. That's all I'm saying. Like you can speak however you want to speak. It just doesn't yeah. come off as authentic but when he does it. I'll
0: tell you right now. I went to his. I, I don't know why, but he's on my Instagram well, get your feed.
1: Money, Mario Lopez. Get yeah. your money.
0: He, he's on my Instagram feed, right? And he's at the Chargers Cowboys game, and he's like doing this video. Hey, it's Monday Night Football. My kids are here, and they're all. And he's always doing like videos with his kids, like TikTok dances and things like that. And he's always incorporating his family. And listen, I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to hate on the guy. I know? hate that. But, uh, but, but I don't want to hate on it. It's just that. It's just that like now it's, it's the, you know, I'm friends with Canelo and I'm friends with, with Adrian. I'm a friends with anybody who's a Mexican athlete, you know? And then it's like, now you mentioned the the Mexican food tours and, and that whole thing, it's just, I don't know. I'm kind of with you, Browner. He just doesn't necessarily come off as a th- authentic. And maybe it's a massive amount of hairspray. Cause bro, look, I got a lot of gel in here. I got a lot of product all up in here. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's not pretty. I get it. So I don't mean to criticize the hairspray, but I don't know. Mario, Mario Lopez is under my skin and happy birthday, bro. Cause I saw the video of you. You're coming out of the boxing ring. You're still lean and ripped. 50 years old. Respect Taking off the tape off his hands again, all respect, but I don't know something about that guy. Just kind of irritates there's me. There's a
2: very fascinating conversation that kind of is going to put this all like together with this Marianne doe charger fan thing. So, uh, and thank you everybody that sent me the picture of her in a vikings jersey this is where i'm going <laughs> um there is and maybe we were guilty of it when the chargers moved in 2017 and we told people like how can you still be fans i don't remember myself ever telling people like if you want to be a charger fan still go do your thing i don't agree with it but whatever i know a lot of people that i know a lot of people and i can hear a lot of people that left the chargers because of what they did i don't think there is a rule book set in stone in how to be a fan of any team Mm -hmm. and there is this policing of how and what is not appropriate in being a fan Mm -hmm. and it's like listen dude if marianne doe was born and raised in minneapolis minnesota and was born or if we was a viking fan moved to orange county 20 years ago and or whatever it was and has been a charger fan since then then let her do her thing letter by the way can you pick two any more similar teams in the history of the nfl so and then the thing mario lopez is like he was like i'm a charger fan i'm a charger fan san diego la you know what they move closer to me let mario lopez do his thing Yeah. like there is this policing of like i was born a viking fan i'm from minneapolis i can never leave the vikings fan Bro, if I was a Cleveland Browns fan, I would have left their ass like 25 years ago. How are you going to st- stick around with that kind of thing? Like for me, and people are going to be hating on me for what I just said, too. So I just think there's this whole like policing of how to be a fan and what's yeah. okay and what's not.
0: Listen, I don't. Hey, Mario Lopez, you want to be a Charger fan? Be a Charger fan. You uh, you you feel like the Chargers, your team, your hometown team move closer to you because you live in Hollywood. Um, That's your deal. You feel like, hey, great, man. Look, Chargers got this beautiful new stadium and and I get to go to the games every week, and it's super close by, and I get to hang out in the owner's suite. Bro, you do you. I'm just saying that there's something about Mario Lopez that as much as I liked him on Saved by the Bell 25 years A long ago, time ago, there's something about him now that like he's proud of San Diego, but man, oh man, he rocking that Dodger gear all day long. He's proud of San Diego, but he got no problem hanging out in Dean Spanos' suite bro. You do you happy birthday. I'm not here to hate. I'm here to celebrate. All right. But I'm just here to tell you that, but I just don't, I don't know. There's something about him. I just that again, Adrian Gonzalez might be like, Hey man, heard what you said about Mario Lopez. That's my boy. All right. That's my boy. You're being a dick. Okay. I'm still a charger fan. You like me. Uh, Joe Musgrove is still a charger fan. You like him. You know Um, you're being a dick and, and Adrian might convince me that I am. But I don't know, Mario Lopez, there's something about that guy.
1: I just told you what it is the unauthentic. That's all you know what it is. Cool, Uh, it's uh. it's cool, bro. So, listen, man, I gotta get take my hat off to Mario Lopez in this and in this same on the other side of the coin. Mm. Gotta take my hat off to this brother because he's assimilated within the white culture of television as a Mexican man, as a Mexican American. That's very difficult to do for you to then turn up on. I think it was uh. Uh what what what's the show he was on? Is it like Access Hollywood or one of Access Hollywood extra. Access Hollywood, extra, extra. extra. Yeah. So he's he's found his groove in the American culture after Saved by the bell in a non-acting way well, presenting he, right. himself As the quote unquote Mexican American, right, and that's
0: cool, bro. Yeah, he's gone from being an actor to being like now like a television host and personality. Yeah, and my man is my man's making bank because I don't know, man. Like you go to these hotel rooms and like you turn on the TVs and there's like these um, like promotional videos and stuff, Mm -hmm. and he's like the host of that. You mentioned whatever Maria
1: Munoz or whatever Maria something like
0: that. I don't know whatever whatever uh, show it was Access Hollywood or one of those kinds of deals. Mm-hmm. And and then his social media presence, dude. Um, and I get it. He kind of wants to be like the Kardashians, like wants his family all involved. I'm not hating on that
1: stuff. Stop doing, I just, that. Stop doing I just, that, man. Stop! I mean, don't do that. Don't. Do I that. think to don't
0: myself all the time. I'm like, gosh, should I post pictures of my kids on Instagram? No,
1: don't. Stop. Well, I did
0: the other night. I did.
1: One or two is fine. When your social media presence is constantly consistent of your children, like it feels like you're using them as a celebrity. Like you're a celebrity. You created a name for yourself. Rock off that. Don't bring your kids into it to try to rock off of whatever is currently happening in society with the youth and put that in your TikTok. But your kids didn't ask for that. Like, because mm. soon as the hate come, know, maybe they did soon as the hate. My thing is this: soon as the hate comes, they'll be like, oh, don't, don't talk about his kids. They don't put your kids on the social media page, man. Because people are terrible. Okay. Mm. That's my only thing. People are terrible. should I be
0: doing, should I be doing like, since I'm a wannabe, should I be like, because he's a celebrity, should I be doing TikToks with my daughter, TikTok dances and stuff? No, man, no, no, it's not cool, no. huh?
1: Do your own thing, live in your own space.
2: <laughs> All right, I will.
1: I don't right. have kids. Yeah, that was
2: eleven. That was eleven solid minutes of, of hate right there. I don't want to hate. You don't want to hate.
1: For you, for you, don't put your dog in no TikToks, bruh. Don't put no dog in no social media posts. Don't do none of that. Don't try to live off your dog.
2: Like uh, the the same thing you would tell me if I told you what to do with your kids. I'm gonna tell you what to do. With, you don't tell me what to do with my kid. Mm.
1: Listen, yeah, you hear don't, that? don't don't see if I see. And by the dog, way, if I can get a I damn say,
2: freaking if I can get a freaking uh, a cut a deal with Pedigree because I gave Nelly some crappy ass dog food. I trust me. I would mm. trust me. Well, listen. If you pop off a deal with Pedigree, we cool. Yeah. I got no. <laughs> I got no yeah. with you. you got a sponsor for it. dog. I'm not putting right. a dog. First of all, I don't have a dog TikTok a dog TikTok account, mm. and I don't let my wife. Have a dog TikTok account saying yeah. and then captioning the TikToks as she's the dog. Mm-hmm. That's where I like. Mm-mm, come on, we're let's 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 grow up a little bit here. Talk but that. if she did do it and it did pop off, you best believe I'd be like, yeah, they go follow. But if it, but again, if, it, if, it, <laughs> if, it
1: pop, if it pop off and you got Perina and you got all these like dog chew toy people cutting you checks, then that's yeah. different. Yeah, that's yeah. different. That ain't nobody cool. coming for you? Yeah, ain't nobody coming yeah. for you. Stop it, right. dude! Maybe and they have like dog fun. food
0: in Spanish, and you can pronounce it with like español the way Mario yeah. Lopez does. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Tortilla, comida, you know? uh, sopa, yeah, you know? and everything Corona. else. You sí. Corona, see, yeah.
2: Corona. All
0: right. Well, this all started. If for those of you that are just getting here, this all started with this. I wanted to talk about this woman. Welcome. Yeah, I wanted to talk about this woman who yesterday went so crazy viral. You know. Alex, if you go back to the Monday Night Football game and the videos of this lady freaking out during the game, and and the the producers of the TV show kept going back to her. And, and don't get me wrong, I mean it it is it makes good television. Look at her first; she's elated, she's going crazy, she's biting her nails, she's so nervous. Then yes, 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 we tied the game seventeen all, and then oh no, it's twenty to seventeen, or oh no. Justin Herbold just threw an interception and oh, the despair, you know, the thrill of victory followed by the agony of defeat. So she made for good television. I grant you that. But what I find funny about the story is how many people that are NFL insider reporter journalist types questioned whether or not she was a real fan or a paid fan to the Mm -hmm. point where they went and called the Chargers and then did reports. And then the Chargers were like, Hold on. We're going to call her. She's a season ticket holder. She got really expensive seats. Hold on a second. And then they called her. What's her name?
2: Marianne Doe.
0: Hey, Marianne, it's the Chargers. Hey, you were great last night and the TV cameras caught you, but people don't believe you're a real fan. Is it okay with you if we give people your real name and you kind of, I don't know, become like a bit of the face? Because didn't they change the Twitter avatar to her face?
2: They did yesterday. I don't know if it's still the same, but yes.
0: Anyway, uh, she went on Pat McAfee. normal now. Okay, she yeah. went on Pat McAfee yesterday. You have the uh the video of her talking to McAfee? Yep.
1: You know what? I wish I was getting paid. I wish I could make sure. myself, you know, AI and as beautiful as I want, but at the end of the day, this is me, guys. This is me. Crazy mama four, crazy Chargers fan, crazy freaking football fan, and it is what it is. Has, so, has, you know, has, I'm not a fan. Look at
2: your kids' games. Do your kids play sports? What do you do you cheer like that? Oh gosh. If you ever
1: if you ever get in touch. So all the moms are texting me. They're like, "Why are people saying you're fake? Because this is how you're at flag football. This is how you are when you're at soccer. This is the basketball finals. This is you." And I'm like, "Yeah, I guess uh, my poor kids have to deal with this every day." But now it's crazy. It's 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 overwhelming that the whole world thinks this is so different because this is my kids have had to deal with this all their lives.
2: Let me answer it for her, mm-hmm. and let me answer it for every person that is still trying to figure out. Why people think this is fake? It's because she's wearing a Charger jersey. If she was wearing a Cowboy jersey, or nobody Rams would jersey. have questioned. Mm-hmm. Nobody would have questioned her authenticity. Mm-hmm. Nobody. Mm-hmm. But because she's a Charger fan, and because the Chargers use this movie, the creator coming up to implant fake fans, and because there have no fans because they get the stadiums get run over every single week by opposing fans. We've seen it over and over and over. That is why it was questioned, and it is the only reason why it was questioned. Not because she's a woman, which I've seen on social media. Oh. Not because like, not because the NFL paid her. It's because she's wearing a Charger jersey. If she was mm-hmm. wearing a Cowboy jersey, this would have been funny, but it would not have been this.
0: Who dug up the picture of her in the Vikings gear That's with her face scary. all painted?
2: That was scary. About the modern world, man. Like, if you go viral, and if you've done anything in your life, they're gonna find it. And they
1: being, I don't know who, but yeah, them. <laughs> I tell you again, if this show ever pop off, you know, if we get super big, all my social deleted all my social accounts deleted, bro.
2: Oh
0: yeah, deleted. start over, start Twitter over. dog. No, oh, you're
1: fine. You're fine. No, you got the bitmoji. No, you got the bitmoji. You didn't say it. Your bitmoji. Yeah, I was in character. Twitter, going, Twitter, Twitter gone. I never had one, bro. I don't know what y'all talk about.
0: So, wait. So, so somebody dug up a picture of this woman. They're like, wait a second. Okay, Miss Crazy Charger fan. But, wait. Yeah. We dug up a picture of you in a Vikings jersey. Um, Correct. And, and your moved. face all painted like a pro wrestler. So, come yeah. on, girl. You can't possibly be a real Charger fan if you were rocking the Vikings gear.
2: So, my understanding and it is that she, like I said, she was born in Minneapolis, was a, was a Viking fan moved to orange County. And remember the Rams came a year before the chargers did. Mm -hmm. So the, I, and I went to the, that game she was at Vikings at Rams Thursday night football. And I think she was still a Viking fan, Mm -hmm. but when the chargers moved, I guess she adopted them for whatever reason. Maybe she Mm -hmm. just loves being heartbroken and now (sighs) she's a charger fan. From my understanding. And what I was told yesterday. What's wild is that she was on the McAfee show. Yeah. This information wasn't leaked yet. Mm -hmm. And then McAfee's dudes on air were saying something about, they tweeted like, oh, her son, one of her kids plays on a youth football team called the Vikings. So that's why she was dressed up like that. Uh But then she went on TMZ and then her herself said, no, I'm from Minneapolis. I'm also a Vikings fan.
0: Wow. Dude, this woman you talk about, what a day. TMZ, Pat McAfee completely viral on social media. I mean, this woman had herself a yeah. day.
2: If you go yeah. to Instagram yesterday morning, 24 yeah. hours ago, yeah. I went on Instagram and I was uh when I was replying to somebody, her face was the top sticker mm-hmm. and her face was the top gif on Instagram. Good. Nice. Immediately like yeah immediately so my girl is famous yeah and um, it's wild and she can thank being one of a thousand charger fans out there man yeah and so, let me
0: tell you my i was talking to somebody yesterday who explained to me um that she and her husband uh she mentioned she was a, a mother of four they apparently buy like some really really expensive suite tickets mm-hmm. so it's not like the chargers had to go far to find her they they know who they're top paying kind of customers are people who get invited to the right. field before the game or people who get invited to charity events related to the team. I mean, they pay big money to sit where they
2: sit. Yeah. So yeah, when well you pay that much time. money, the chargers know you by your first name. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I mean, Listen, most teams know trust you me by I, your first name. You spend that much money.
0: Trust me when I tell you this, when the chargers PR team met with the production team from ESPN, this was not just some random fan caught. The Chargers are like, guys, if you want fan reaction and if you want to show like Charger fans, not cowboy fans, I know it's gonna be hard to find them. There's this woman, she's gonna be sitting in suite A, whatever it is, and
2: he, right up there, and you'll see yeah. her during the game, she loses her mind. According to her, she has she's always on the jumbotron. She's never been on TV. Well, so, that's my yeah, point, because uh, they know kids right, yeah, she is. In-house, they're aware of her. Yeah, right. In-house, and, they're already aware of her. And and this
0: is what happens. I mean, I've been a part of it for years. I've seen it many, many times, where the team will say, hey, look, uh, so-and-so's mom is going to be sitting at such-and-such seat. <clears throat> Maybe you guys could actually get a shot of her on the game. You know, and And that's what they do. They're producing a TV show, not just a game. Yeah. Well, way to go, girl. Congratulations. You went viral. You became a big star. I don't know how long this lasts. I don't know how long the... The, the cycle will last until you're flushed out of it, mm-hmm. and nobody remembers you anymore. But I'll, I'll tell you this: next time there's a a Charger game in SoFi, I'm not calling it a Charger home game, but next time there's a yeah. Charger game in SoFi, she'll be plastered everywhere. She will become going to be the fireman Ed. This weekend, yeah. they, all right. Let's let's yeah. make a bet.
2: This weekend, Chargers Chiefs. Who comes on screen more? Taylor Swift or Marianto? Is the game in <laughs> Kansas City? Where is it? Yeah, oh, I think it's in question. Kansas City. Let me look it up is I'm it I'm almost sure it's, oh, almost okay. sure it's never, in Kansas City. All right, stick around.
0: We're just getting going. We got lots of football stuff to get to. Eric Williams from Fox Sports is going to join us. This is Kaplan and Crew from the 7 Mile Casino Studios. Hey, great friends. It is Wednesday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. Today is October 18th. We are in the 7 Mile Casino Studios, 7milecasino.com. Grande, Brown Man, Eric Williams from foxsports.com getting ready to join us. Our weekly NFL insider report. Eric was at the two games that we've been talking about the most, the Rams over the Cardinals, the Cowboys over the Chargers. And I'm going to be really curious to hear what Eric has to say about those two games. So here he is, Eric Williams, back on Kaplan and crew. Hey
3: Eric. Hey what's up fellas thanks for having me appreciate it. Yeah man how's things going? Things are going good. Uh, Just middle of the week kind of getting ready for week seven now I believe. It's kind of the meat of the season now we're really starting to figure out you know what teams are are good and what teams are are struggling. Um, So excited to see uh, this weekend I'll be going to Steelers Rams.
0: Back and forth to SoFi. Yep. So, you know, when the Chargers first moved, LaDainian Tomlinson said, hey, look, I was grew up a Cowboys fan. If the Cowboys move 45 minutes away, I just still go to Cowboy games. It's no big <laughs> deal. Um, and at the time, it was like 45 minutes, bro. It's like three and a half hours. Yep. Um, you tell us, how is your commute back and forth since you had to do it twice last week on a Sunday and a Monday?
3: Yeah, you're right. It does vary a little bit. Um, I think Sunday is a lot easier. You can get up there in about uh, 90 minutes. Uh, obviously during the week that changes a whole lot with people working. So I think it was more like, you know, two and a half to to two hours, 15 minutes, uh, you know, door to door on Monday. So it's, you know, it ain't easy. No, Uh, it it is. It's a, it's a track for people coming. mm, You guys just reminded
2: me, I have to go to LA on Wednesday. I have my global entry interview at LAX on a Wednesday at four traffic is going to kick my ass
0: explain this to me why would you have a global entry interview at lax Um, because
2: there was no interviews available in san diego until 2024 you're kidding me nope and why do you you do you go back and forth across the border that you need a global entry it would i would go more often and then i'm also going uh i'm supposed to go on an actual honeymoon in 2024 so my wife has it already too so she's like can you get it yeah. Yeah.
0: It's very yeah. convenient. Having global entry is very, very convenient when you come back mm-hmm. into the country. Should you go outside the country? Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Hey, good. I'm glad yeah. I already got one,
3: you know? Yeah. Um,
0: er- Eric Williams, uh, do you have a global entry? Do you need one? Do you want us to make an appointment for you? Is there something we can do to help?
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't have one, but yeah, maybe I should look yeah. into to getting one now, Listening, to you guys talk about it. Ain't nothing like uh, going to TJ for lunch and coming back like in
2: two hours, dude. And some yeah. tacos, some and beer, and coming on over. Um, like, um, once you get wait. yours, I'm, we're going. Once you get oh, your yeah. global entry, we're we're going. There's a reason why I haven't gone lately, man. Those lines, those lines have been crazy, crazy. Yeah. Like from what I've seen, so I can't wait to get it. You know, Eric, it's interesting
0: though. Just really quickly on that whole commute thing. You know, if the Chargers when they left, <clears throat> if they had said, "Hey, look, we're sorry, can't get a stadium built here. We're gonna move our games to LA." um you're going to stay in san diego and you know participate in the community practice here or even if they didn't even if they say, hey, we're going to orange county to practice but the f- blood drive is going to continue we're still going to be a part of the san diego community had they said that back then i think a lot of people like myself might have been able to have lived with it and then you know probably would have been like okay so you know what instead of 35 minutes to qualcomm it's an hour 45 up to sofi but when they left and turned their back is when so many of us went, I'll never support them again. It's actually, it's unfortunate. It really is because all these years later, if I'm being honest, um, I've become desensitized to the commute. I used to think of San Diego to LA as being a real, real headache. Now, oftentimes I do it in the same day.
3: Yeah, I think once you do it and you get used to doing it on a regular basis, you, you do become kind of used to it and it's not as big a deal. I think a certain segment in San Diego would have, just got off the bandwagon, regardless of if the franchise said what you just said or not, um, because of the fact that they were moving to Los Angeles and the, the the certain way that people feel about L.A., you know, coming from San Diego, which is understandable. This is their community that they want the Chargers to represent their community, not Los Angeles. And so I don't I don't know if I buy into that uh, as much as you do
0: yeah I mean i'm I'm not sure I'm not not sure I'm saying that it was hundred percent right. I mean i'm I'm trying to kind of put myself into it. So so go to the game then. Let's start off with the Cowboys and the Chargers we'll We'll go backwards to the Rams. So here's my takeaway. Um Chargers always kind of find a way to screw things up. and the Cowboys in my opinion aren't much better. I look at the score at seventeen to 10 and the Chargers have the ball, and they can't get out of their own way, and even when they complete a long pass to Keenan Allen, there's a penalty and then another penalty, and then it turns into a punt, and they're not going anywhere, and Dallas screws up the punt, and the Chargers now have the ball first and 10 at the 20-yard line going in, and Troy Aikman said, well, their offense isn't doing anything, but all of a sudden they've got the ball going into the 20-yard line, then a pass interference penalty on Dallas turns into a first and goal on the five-yard line, and then it takes four downs to actually get the ball into the end zone. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that Dallas is very good either. What What is your evaluation of where the Chargers are? And then compare them to the Cowboys.
3: Let's start with the Chargers first. Um, I agree. I think it was very hard for the Chargers to do basic things in that game in terms of execution. You know, uh, nine penalties. Uh, you know, Derwin James had two personal foul penalties. Third and long situations, they couldn't they couldn't get off the field defensively, and and what in instances where you think it would be easy for them to get off the field, uh, Justin Herbert missed on two big throws to Keenan Allen that could have been over a hundred yards. You know if he was able to complete those, which Keenan was wide open, Justin usually makes those throws. And then for me, um, at the end of the game, over two minutes left, you need a, just a field goal to tie. And you can't get a first down in your first and five from your 30 yard line. That's telling to me. Um, that's not necessarily a Justin Herbert issue. To me, that's a coaching issue in that situation. Um, and, you know, we've talked about this over the last couple of years, you know, is Brandon Staley the right guy? Um, I still believe in Staley. I still feel like he has that uh, the, the belief of that locker room. But evidence continues to point to the contrary when you look at this team, two and three overall. They have a lot of talent on both sides of the ball. Yeah, you're going to have injuries throughout the season that you have to deal with, but in these late-game situations, you know, again, you you paid Herbert a lot of money. He kind of has to be the deodorant that kind of cleans things up when when your team is struggling because of the amount that you're paying him to be a franchise quarterback. I mean, it is what it is. So uh, do I blame Justin Herbert for um, the team struggles? No, I, I think he's part of the solution. However, when they when they are going through these these um, struggles, um, he has to be the one that kind of comes through in those got to have it moments. And, and a couple times this season, he hasn't been able to do that in terms of the Cowboys. Yeah, I don't think they're as good as maybe people thought they are at the start of the season. But I do feel like there's a path for them to be successful. And that's Dak running around like he did earlier in his career, making plays with his feet. And then really playing from the defensive mindset. That's why Mike McCarthy wanted to take over play calling duties. He understands the makeup of this team. Dak's not a guy that's going to throw it around 40 times, but if he can make plays in critical moments and they kind of can kind of heat up the pass rush, I think that's a path to consistent win- winning for the Cowboys.
2: Can I ask you um, how you feel Justin Herbert
3: looks under Kellen Moore? I think there's some good and there's some bad. Uh, I think the good is we're seeing more explosive plays and we're seeing more innovation in the offense. I think the bad is the running game hasn't been what we expected under Kellen Moore. I thought we'd we'd see more balance offensively. They haven't been able to get that running game going. I don't know if it's scheme. I don't know if it's O-line not getting a consistent push uh, or commitment to it um, or just not having the right back back there, whether it's Eckler or Joshua Kelly. The other thing I would say is they have some young playmakers, but they don't seem to be getting them involved. You can't draft a guy in the first round in Quentin Johnson and he doesn't get a catch. And and your guy, Mike Williams, that he's supposed to replace, uh, you know, is not out there. He needs to be more involved in the offense. He, you have to force feed him the ball. Isaiah Spiller, you drafted him high. He's got to, you know, we got to figure out if he can play or not. I haven't seen enough of him to 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 really judge that. And then the, the kid out of TCU the, that they got as a punt returner, why are we giving the ball to Gerald Everett on a, on a jet sweep? Shouldn't he yeah. be getting the ball in that situation? I mean, yeah. I just don't see see trust in those young guys, which you got to play him. I mean, you, you drafted him high for a reason, get him out there on the field.
1: You're talking about having guys in positions to succeed because of how much money they make and Justin Herbert, how he should have been able to drive them down the game. If you're Austin Eckler and you're looking to get paid and you have made it very loud and, and very easy to spot that you want to get paid, you can't have you can't be like that on Monday night, man. You can't look that bad because he he looked like whether it was timing being off from him not actually being on the field mm-hmm. or just unaware of where the windows were to run. He just Con- looked terrible, concussed after the punch he took. Yeah, I mean the whole yeah. from top to bottom, he had a bad night,
2: <laughs> Eric. You see that? We can play the video
0: for you. You see that uh, be- yeah, before did. the game when Austin Eckler took that shot. And, you know, people like they they laugh at this stuff and they go, oh, it's no big deal. He's wearing a helmet. But you know what, dude? Your helmet gets popped off like that. Um, I'm not saying he got a concussion. I'm just saying that,
3: you know, that was that didn't look so hot. It looked like he was coming in to kind of help break it up. Yeah, that's the
1: problem, Eric. Listen, I said on this show, if you ain't going in a fight to fight, stay your ass outside. Okay, I'm
3: with with Browner on that because I have caught a couple trying to break things up in the past. And oh, really? Hey, oh, yeah, I just. You got to let that go, man. If they want to go, go. <laughs> that's not, it's not between me and that guy. So yeah, that's you right. go ahead and handle your business.
0: I am so sorry to have to do this to you, but I have to dig in on this. Tell me, tell me the story uh, of trying to break up a fight. <laughs> Come on. <laughs>
3: hey,
0: I'll just, I'll just
3: say this. I had a friend named crazy Larry. He was named crazy Larry for a reason because he did unpredictable things, which would kind of draw <laughs> the rest of the, his boys into, into that. And so. I'll just leave it at that. I was, you know, unfortunately trying to, to get my, my partner out of some, some, some stuff back in the day. And, and, and I learned my lesson.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Crazy Larry,
3: crazy Larry taught you, but you going in, you better bring them
2: hands. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. There's a trend right now on on TikTok that's like, they're like dudes at the bar and they're like, Hey man, we're ready to go. And he goes, and then there's always the one guy who's
3: like, all right, let me go get in a fight and then we'll go. That's crazy. Larry, dude. Dude. That, 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 that's definitely my boy. Oh, he man. was a good, good dude, but made some bad decisions, you know, With when he was a little knee
0: uh, Dude, I hate guys like that. Hey, you know, yeah, we'll go, we'll leave, but let me go start a fight with somebody first. By <laughs> yeah. the way, Cowboys Charger fans, you guys see the videos, like I, I suppose after the game, but in like the stadium itself, like in the hallways of the stadium around the concessions up, brawls, dude. I'm yeah. talking big old nasty brawls. You seen any of these, Brown?
1: I did not see any of these now. I'm going to go look it up. Dude.
0: Oh, yeah. Check them out on Twitter. You just put in like Chargers Cowboys fights, dude. Forget about it. You'll see everything. Uh, Eric Williams is here from foxsports.com. Eric, let, let me move over to the other game that you saw this past weekend, which is the Rams and the Cardinals. I, I figured the Rams would win. I didn't really know that they'd win so convincingly. I guess Arizona really doesn't bring a lot to the table, although the win against Dallas made me think that they were going to be competitive. But I think in the end, even though the Rams are 3 and 3, I look at San Francisco, Philadelphia, Detroit, then Dallas, kind of a level down. And honestly, mm-hmm. at three and three, I don't think the Rams and the Cowboys are that far apart from each other.
3: I agree. I, I think you know, I, I talked about this before the season started. I felt like the Rams were going to be better than than people maybe gave them credit for. And and I think it starts with Sean McVay. I think he has he has a pretty good culture and philosophy in terms of of how he wants to play on offense and defense. And it's just a matter of kind of getting the pieces in place so they can go out and execute. Matthew Stafford's still, you know, a top sixteen quarterback in the league, in my opinion. If he can you know, keep him healthy, and so yeah, um, you know, Cooper Cup's back now. They found another guy in Puka Nakua who can who can get open offensively. Kyron Williams has has been able to create balance you know, on the running game, when McVay figures out that he probably should run it a little more than three times in the first right. half. But what
0: happens uh, now with Kyron Williams you know, out right. and what happens now? Does, does McVay give up on the run? Because now he's not on his first string running back or his second string. He's on his third. He's promoting guys from the practice roster. He's signing guys mm-hmm. off the street. He's going and raiding other teams, practice rosters. What, what are the Rams going to do when it comes to <laughs> running the ball? Cause the Rams play the Cowboys next.
3: Yeah, and, and you saw what the Cardinals did to the Cowboys earlier this season. They ran for 222 yards, and so there'll be some opportunities. They do bring back Daryl Henderson, who had some success in that offense previously before they moved on from him. Miles Gaskin, University of Washington product. You know, they, they signed off of, I believe, the Ma- Minnesota Vikings, Vikings practice squad. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, he's familiar with the scheme. Um, I think whoever it is, whether it's Ronnie Rivers or, or one of those guys I just mentioned, They do have to run it a little bit so that teams at least have to account for the running game so they can get guys like Cooper Cup um, and and Puka open. Also, what, you know, Sean did in the past with Cup and Woods is he ran those guys on jet sweeps. Mm -hmm. And so maybe those guys are more involved in terms of the running game to, to stretch the field horizontally and you're relying on on guys that are have been playmakers in your offense to yeah. carry the football instead of catch it. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I I think he's still going to run it or has to run it. Yeah. Rams, by I the remember. way,
0: and Steelers this Sunday in L.A., and then the following week, Rams at the Cowboys. So just just a point of information for you.
1: I just want to say this. I felt like he, Sean really let Puka Cup down. Okay. Cup 2 did not get enough targets to be successful. So, therefore, all of a sudden, this guy shows up. Now he's getting – All the targets. Listen, Puka Cup needs some targets, okay? Or Cup Junior, whatever we want to call him around here, okay? My man needs some looks. Come on, Sean. Puka Woods, dude, you got it. You got it's
3: Puka Woods, man. He's the Robert Woods,
1: bro. Whatever his
3: name is, they're paying Cooper Cup a lot of money. They are. Cooper's going to get the ball because they're paying him as a, a, a number one receiver in the league. And when you're paying guys like that. They have to touch it to kind of justify the salary. So Puka is 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 down the line a little bit. Uh he ain't making what Cooper's making. He's they, there
2: for four
1: years,
3: basically for free, dude. So let's see
2: what they need to do. I'm gonna tell y'all right
1: now. I'm gonna tell y'all the Rams plan for success for the season. Okay. This is the Rams blueprint back to the Super Bowl. Okay. You keep getting po- you keep getting Cooper them targets because you know old Puka Cup can do the same thing, and then you trade Cooper Cup. At the highest value possible, you get all the stuff in for him, and then you put Puka back at number one. Eighteen targets, a thousand yards in the game. Boom! You're welcome. You are welcome. You've
3: been, you've, you've been looking at the Rams in the past. Huh? they've already traded uh, Woods. They've they've traded Brendan Cooks. They they, they traded Van Jefferson just right. a couple weeks ago. So yeah. that, that might be half for Cooper Cup. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'll,
2: I'll take a. I'm a I'm a betting man now because it's legal almost everywhere. Uh, I'll bet that but that's not gonna happen. They're never going to trade Cooper Cup. All right. Like, ever. All right. Uh, but let's uh, need, how about Let's
1: knee? Holler at me, you, player.
2: You saw the Cardinals play, but I think it's going to be a very looking a very different looking Cardinals soon. Kyler practicing today. The Cardinals tweeting pictures of Kyler. Uh, the Re- Cardinals probably better than most people thought. They're not going to win a lot of games this year. But what what
3: do you know about Kyler Murray being back? Yeah, I'm glad that you circled back to that. Um, I, we saw Kyler, or actually saw Kyler Murray in the locker room after the game. Um, so, um, uh, was wondering, you know, when they were going to make this announcement, if it was possible, he's going to make it back this week. Uh, they've been very close to the vest in terms of, you know, his timetable. Um, I, but once they brought him back, I think they, they want to give him a couple weeks to kind of make sure that he's fully ready and he's comfortable in the offense. So, uh, they play at Seattle this week. Um, I don't know if he makes it back for Seattle, but maybe that home game the following week against, Lamar Jackson and the Baltimore Ravens, maybe it makes more sense for him to get his first game at home in an environment that he's familiar with. Um, and you, you can kind of control things a little bit more. I'll say this about the Cardinals. Um, they're one in five, but they've been competitive in all the games that they play. They play physical. Uh, they have an identity in terms of wanting to run the football. And I'm interested to see Kyler in that offense, the way that Joshua Dobbs has performed at times because he's ran the football um, in that offense uh, they're more under center you know because it's basically the Cleveland Browns offense that's where their offensive coordinator comes from uh, but I, I I am interested to see how Kyler performs in that offense and again I feel like that team is um, is a little better than maybe people expected because I think Jonathan Gannon has done a good job of kind of establishing an identity and culture and bringing di- discipline uh, to that building from the people that i talked to. went viral for
2: like that's cheesy, like pew pew, yes. pew
3: pew 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 thing,
2: and everybody just thought he was a joke. Right. But dude, he did coach the Eagles to the Super Bowl defensively hey, man. last year. So,
1: okay, can I get something? Can I get one thing? Give me a coach who loses the initial press conference because those guys apparently can coach Brandon, Mr. <laughs> Dan Campbell, That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Eberflus was fantastic in his opening press conference, the Chargers head coach Staley. Fantastic in his opening press conference. They suck at coaching, man. You
0: know, yeah, you know who was bad in his opening press conference? The guy in Philadelphia is it Sirianni?
1: Yeah, yeah. man. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. terrible in his opening press conference. Guy couldn't. He was like panicked. You know, hey, he Shane, all the way across.
3: Shane the, Shane wasn't the best in his opening uh, press conference, but yeah. he thought he, he can coach a little bit. Yeah, Ben Herrick,
2: McAdoo. I'll never forget. Ben McAdoo wore a Talking head size suit. And he was terrible. So it's not it's not a hundred percent across the board there, Browner. Yeah.
0: Hey. <laughs> hey, Eric, really quickly, we gotta hustle up here. So, and we got about thirty seconds. I want to ask you to just make a prediction. The Raiders are three and three, the Chargers are two and three. The Raiders mm-hmm. have their their games are at the Bears, at the Lions, then the Giants and the Jets. That's yeah. the next four games for the Raiders. Mm-hmm. For the Chargers, the next four games at the Chiefs, home against the Bears, at the Jets, home against the Lions. In four weeks,
3: who's better? The Raiders or the Chargers? Chargers are better. They'll, they'll go two and two and be five and five. I think the Raiders are are are, are headed towards a downward tra- trajectory. And I say this for two reasons. I don't believe in Josh McDaniels as a head coach. And Jimmy G is ultimately going to get hurt. So who's going to be playing quarterback for the Raiders versus who's going to be playing quarterback for the Chargers?
0: Yeah. I mean, the Chargers quarterback, although, man, gosh, that guy, that guy had more bandages on his body the other night. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Banged you know.
0: up. Yeah, he is. Ah, uh, Eric Williams from FoxSports.com will be at the Rams Steelers this weekend, and then Eric, we'll talk to you next Wednesday. Cool, sounds good. Thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, always, all right. man. Eric Williams from FoxSports.com covers the NFL. Really specializes in the NFC West and the AFC West. Covered the Chargers, uh, covered the Rams, covered the Seahawks, and he's with us every Wednesday here on Kaplan and Crew. Okay, coming up, a bunch of stuff we haven't gotten to. You know, Austin Eckler did get into that pregame fight. It wasn't really like his fight, but I'd like to hear what he had to say on his podcast about it. And also another story I want to get to. Caleb Williams. Dude, his head has gotten out of control. I'm going to explain. Coming right back. This is Kaplan and crew. Hey, great friends. A little halftime. A little timeout here action. Um, starting off, I want to mention our friends from Torrey Holistics and California Holistics. And here's what I want to say to you. If you are somebody who is new to the world of cannabis and you can't sleep and you're looking for a solution. And by the way, you've never smoked weed in your life. You've been opposed to weed. You, your whole life, it's been illegal. I don't touch it. I don't mess with it. It's legal. Okay. And it could help. So I have a friend of mine who can not sleep man this guy takes a cocktail of like over-the-counter pills trying to sleep i'm like are you crazy dude gave him um a, a sleep gummy and it worked for him that i something i gotten from tory i brought to him give he loved it now he this is the only way my man can sleep is through like uh, thc gummies so if you can't sleep and you're looking for a solution come into tory California Holistics, use our promo code AMAZING. Alex, maybe you can put that up on the screen for everybody to see. Use the promo code AMAZING, save 20%. And if you have questions, the bud tenders at Torrey Holistics and California Holistics are experts. Talk to them. Don't be intimidated. Don't be afraid. It's all good. Talk to them. Let them help you. Whether you're using cannabis for sleep, for anxiety, for recreation, talk to the bud tenders at Torrey Holistics and California Holistics. Use our promo code AMAZING and you're saving 20% when you spend $75 or more. Um, Also want to mention our friends from Athletic Greens. I started to feel like, man, am I catching like a little something here? I've been traveling. I've been back and forth. I've been burning the candle at both ends of the stick. I mean, I am working hard. And I was like, you know what? All I know is this, keep on going and keep on taking that AG1. And I took it again this morning and I'm, I'm out of the vitamin D, which I got to get more of. When you order through us, you get the one-year supply of vitamin D and the five free travel packs, and then you're going to do what I do, which is you're going to take it everywhere you go with you. Like, I'm going Friday to Vegas, to the sphere. I know I'm going to be around 17,000 people. I know I'm going to be in Vegas. It's going to be, you know, a, a madhouse. You got to take the AG1 every day, so you get those 75 vitamins, minerals, nutrients, superfoods, and probiotics all in one deal, and you don't have to take vitamins, and you know, if you're like me and you're not really eating a good, healthy, clean diet, this is something your body desperately needs, so- Check them out, athleticgreens.com slash Kaplan. Back to the show. Hey, great friends. What's up? It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We're in the 7 Mile Casino studios 7milecasino.com. Quick, quick reminder to remember that on Sunday, November 5th, Miss Molly and the Chatlins in our YouTube chat have decided to watch football Sunday morning at Seven Mile Casino. We're going to have that great brunch. Okay, it's the best in South County, according to San Diego Magazine readers. And um, Miss Molly apparently is organizing a birthday brunch for Joe Rigby. So we're going to go down there and watch football. This is as grassroots as it gets, because this isn't us and a giant radio station promoting an event. This is the Chatlin saying, let's all get together and let's do this organically. And, hey, if you guys are going to put this together, dude, I'm in. Sunday, November 5th, Seven Mile Casino, watching football. In fact, I haven't even looked, but I'm wondering what the uh, schedule is that weekend. Like, I haven't even looked to see if there's any really good games, especially in the early window. But um, if you guys are putting this thing together, count me in. I don't know. Grande, can you make it on that Sunday morning or can you not even come close to making that? Okay. No brown That's any chance you make anniversary it? oh hey congratulations oh, my nice, laptop, brother yeah. i didn't know that the date november 5th i okay well, great it's the good sixth, but that we're doing it that day really what are you guys gonna do on monday i don't know yet why don't you guys <laughs> come down to seven
2: mile casino we'll have a good time <laughs> yeah i'll tell mar yeah tell her yeah yeah for sure she's down okay. she's done. nothing like celebrating one year anniversary wedding to then doing something she hates like watch football <laughs> well how about this how about she how about she doesn't have to do it how about
0: uh-huh. she just pops in for a minute so we can all celebrate you guys a year later.
3: Mm. And then
0: sure you guys pop in, it. have one drink, get out.
2: Yeah, I'll make, sure to, I'll make sure to bring that up.
0: Oh, I will bring it up to her. You know that. Mm-hmm. I will. Browner, you have any uh, opportunity to join us on November 5th?
1: I could probably do that. I could probably do that. I got to be out of there by 2 o'clock, but yeah, I could do that.
0: Yeah, me, I got to convince Rachel. I'm like, hey, listen, Um, so uh, why don't we go down and visit your mom? she like, why do you want to go down and visit my... Well, I, you know, I was, I'm going to go down to Seven Mile Casino because all the great friends are going to be there. And we're going to celebrate Joe Rigby's birthday. And you know Joe Rigby. We've hung out with Joe and Bonnie before. And then um uh, we'll get done and we'll go see your mom. I mean, I'm, I'm trying to sell it that way. Mm. That might
2: work. So
0: I'm trying. Some uh
2: terrible football games that day. I know. There's I one wondering. very good football game. And it just so happens to be at the worst time of the freaking day because it's in Germany. Way to go. Uh, anyway. Oh man. Two. Miami versus the Chiefs. Right. And Germany. Uh, six thirty in the morning.
0: Six thirty in the morning. That's like the best game of the weekend. And uh, that, that game's at six thirty in the morning.
3: hmm
1: Well, they always they keep asking for a good game overseas. Now y'all finally got one. Don't mess it up.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm just looking around. Like maybe if it was the later day di- in the window,
2: uh later in the day, um, Cowboys, Eagles, but that doesn't have anything local. You know, there's nothing. I have local to talk. To I have to I have to get I have to get some FaceTime at the Super Bowl this year with Roger Goodell. I got to talk to him, man, because here's the thing European soccer teams come to the United States every single year and they take our money and they give us preseason football. They give us preseason soccer. Spend the entire NFL preseason in Europe. Do it. Get out of here. We don't want to watch it anyways. And they don't know any better because they'll still give you money. Why are we
1: doing Why are we
2: doing giving real games over there? There's only eight or nine home games a year, and you're giving away an Arrowhead game to Germany, give them a preseason game. They don't care.
0: And and Dolphins Chiefs, remember the game, Alex, you and I were at, the Rams and the Chiefs Mm -hmm. in in the Coliseum? Like one of the greatest regular season games ever. Um, Mm -hmm. The Dolphins Chiefs could be, I mean, just on paper, it could be like an all-time classic, you know? And that game's going to be aired at 6.30 in the morning. And by the way, the actual day of your anniversary, November 6th, the Chargers play the Jets. Yeah. And I can't wait for my guy, little Zachy Wilson, to beat up on little Brandon Staley. Mm, can't wait for that. My New York Well, Jets.
2: Robert Sala says that his defense has been embarrassing all their top quarterbacks. So, right? Oh, I love that
0: quote. Right. I love I that quote. It's like, man. hey, coach, can
1: you calm down just like a little bit? You haven't learned your lesson from uh, the Denver head coach and just talking out of turn, bruh. Stop it. Just stop it. Just pipe down, bro. I
2: didn't know they were embarrassing all these other quarterbacks. I mean, Mm -hmm. they're three and three. You can say that because then you go on a bye week and nobody everybody's gonna forget it by the time we come back. New
0: cycle will flush. Hey, um, before the break, I was I was mentioning that Caleb Williams, the quarterback at USC, according to the reports, wants a piece of ownership of what enter whatever NFL team he (laughs) winds up being drafted to. Young fella young fella listen to where me. you see that at oh dude i'll show it to you here i'll show you the report uh, pro Alex football probably...
2: talk uh pro football talk wrote it um a few weeks ago because i guess aaron Rodgers was trying to negotiate that for the jets he was trying to say if i get traded to the jets i want a piece of their ownership of johnson, the johnson the nfl no he doesn't work for them he um the nfl stepped in was like no that's not allowed yeah. So then well, this this report has resurfaced because Caleb Williams it, and it, I think it's his people because he's obviously able to have agents and have market marketers and you can have all this stuff now in college. Mm-hmm. I think they're putting it out there, but the report is that yeah, he wants a partial ownership of any team that selects him in the 2024 draft. Okay. Let me let me start off with this.
0: I can just see this coming with this kid and I'm oh, I'm really man. worried for him. I really am. I'm worried for him yes. that he thinks he's bigger than the league. Mm. And it all started for me a few weeks ago when him and his dad, and I think it was more his dad, was starting to say that if he doesn't like who has the number one overall pick, mm-hmm. he'll just go back to USC. Because according what? to like the reports, yeah, he's got like you know fancy cars. He's got some really fancy downtown L.A. penthouse apartment. I mean, look, when I was in college, okay, I grant you it was 30 years ago, I lived with our star quarterback. We lived good. We lived fine. The school gave us scholarship money where we were able to pay our rent. And you know what? We had a couple of people around us that hooked us up and took care of us. Um, So we lived fine. But Caleb is living now like he's already a – 45 million dollar a year nfl quarterback and that's the way he's living right now at usc so this threat a few weeks ago of if i don't like who's got the number one overall pick which by the way when you have the number one overall pick it's because you suck
2: mm-hmm, if, mm-hmm. if i don't
0: like if i don't like the who has the number one pick i'll go back to usc now it was a great threat back then until you lose to notre dame and throw three interceptions and a couple of things happen.
2: still a great threat
0: it, it, it is and it Isn't here's why it's not anymore because there's no way that if USC loses another game or doesn't play in a big major bowl, because I don't think they're going to the national championship, I don't think they're going to the playoffs,
1: I don't either now. No,
0: so so if they don't make it to the playoff and they would have to turn it around and they're gonna have to beat uh Oregon and they're gonna have to beat Washington, they They have have chances, they have
1: chances, they have
0: 100%. The schedule sets up, yep so that they could still win the conference um, and they could still go to the the playoff. I don't think they will. Let's assume they don't. If they don't, is Caleb Williams really coming back to USC for a third year to try and win another Heisman and to try and finally get to the playoff or win a national championship? I don't see it. Because why would you come back to this, a team that really needs a lot more? They were all hype. They're, They're not as good as the hype. We clearly know that now. So why would he come back when he could go off to the NFL and start making a lot more money?
2: Because he can, and because he can still make money, and that's where I think that like you, we, we, well, you guys clearly don't agree with what he's doing, and I'm telling you guys, get used to it. Caleb Williams is product number one of NIL. This is going to start happening more and more and more. Which part and more? Which part? The I got money now, and whether you whether he's in the right or in the wrong. He's got money now.
0: Okay, but let me ask you a question. And do I you will think continue a, to
2: make money from music? And I will wait. Continue but I have to a question for you. Wait I, Dre.
0: wait, I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you saying that guys will go back to school because they're making money? Or are you saying that that he's the first to ask for ownership of
2: a team? Which part are you saying? He's the He is the first star athlete that will use nil against professional organizations okay
0: so let's let's hold off on that for one second let me just the note oh i'm coming to you brown the notion of a kid saying to an nfl owner a billionaire you drafted me now you cut me in on the team no that's not is, gonna happen that is, that will never happen That will never happen just the same way i told you and and a lot of other people did as well that Lamar Jackson was not getting a fully guaranteed contract that Cleveland screwed up and no one else is going to knock all those dominoes down. Nobody else has that guaranteed contract like Deshaun Watson has. And Mm -hmm. no NFL owner is going to get down on a knee to a kid quarterback and say, yeah, I'll give you a piece. And here's why. Number Mm -hmm. one, what if he's not as good? Number two, what if he gets hurt? Number three, what if four or five years into it, he we decide we don't want to re-sign the guy? There's no way on God's green earth that a billionaire NFL owner is giving Caleb Williams a piece of his team. And by the way, what was the name of that movie that Matt Damon was in about uh, Nike and Michael Jordan? Oh no, uh, uh, yeah, what was it called? Air. Mm-hmm. Okay, you guys both saw that movie, right? Mm-hmm. So Michael Jordan said, and Michael Jordan's parents said to to Nike. Hey, look, we don't want just a contract. We want a piece of every shoe that's sold. And that turned out to be an amazing thing for Michael Jordan. Caleb Williams may or may not be Michael Jordan of football right now. He's going to have to surpass Patrick Mahomes as that guy.
2: I'm not so sure he will say again. He's never going to get ownership. That's not what I was talking
0: about. And that's what I'm talking about. So this notion that Caleb Williams is in control, I won't come play for you unless you give me a piece of ownership, brother. And, Father, please, go ahead, Brown. What do you got to say about all this? I know you're holding back.
1: Y'all think these white men finna give up power to these people coming out of college? Y'all out of y'all mind. If you are Caleb Williams and any of these folks who represent him, and y'all keep putting that out there, he gonna have to go back to college because his draft stock gonna go down because teams gonna be scared to take him. And maybe that's the plan. But there's a different way to go. about. It. If you tell me you don't want to play for the Bears, I get that. Because Eli Manning didn't want to play for the Chargers. Worked out for him. John Elway didn't want to play for the team that was going to draft him. The it worked out for him. So mm-hmm. sometimes that works out. But what I will say is this. If you keep talking about, oh, you're going to go back to school to get that NIL money, at some point you're going to have to go to the NFL, man. So you can keep saying you're going to go back, you're going to go back, but the same teams drive high every year, every time. So you might dodge him this year, but guess what? You won't dodge him next year. So this idea that he thinks that he can just, you know, I'll go back to school. Okay, go ahead, break your leg. Well, that's just it.
0: That's just it. I mean,
2: but the thing is, like, the the, and and I think we all agree. I I don't think anybody's stupid enough to say, like, yeah, Caleb Williams is going to get ownership. No, that's stupid. Hell, no. no. But what I what I was referring to was when you say, like. College athletes will have power because they have money. And, and I'm telling you, it might be a veiled power, but they have money. And okay, so let me the ask you amount a question. of money, hold on, the amount of money that they're making is way more money than they'll make ever doing a regular job, whether they play in the NFL or not. So, like, the threat will be there and it's present. If If Caleb Williams doesn't want to go play for whoever gets the number one pick, That's a real threat. That is a real threat. Except you're not thinking about one thing, and that is this.
0: This year, Caleb Williams is the man. He's the Heisman Trophy winner. He plays for USC. They're high profile. Yep. People had high expectations of them. I mean, I'm on the verge of going to Wendy's to get a double cheeseburger because I can't stop seeing Caleb Williams in Wendy's commercials. They look really good on TV. When was the last time you were at Wendy's? Two days ago. Oh, for reals?
1: I have no idea. Would you get I love a good I love a good junior bacon cheeseburger.
0: They're good. Are they still 99 cents?
1: No, they're 215 Come on now. 215 cents. Well, that North gives team.
0: you an idea of how long it's been since I've been to a Wendy's. But here's the thing. You can tell me you're going to go back to school and this year as the Heisman Trophy winner with all these Wendy's commercials and you're making 5 million or 10 million dollars whatever it is playing quarterback at USC, I have a question for everybody. Let's say he doesn't win the Heisman Trophy. Presumably he's not going to Let's say they don't make it to the college football playoff. Presumably, they're not going to. Let's say next year he's not the face of college football per se. Mm-hmm. What, so, so then next year instead of making ten million, they're like sorry Caleb, we couldn't get you as many endorsement deals with NIL because you know you didn't win the Heisman and the team didn't do very well. And yeah, you're coming back, but you know what? Now you're down to five million. Mm-hmm. I mean, if he takes a pay cut, Alex, something I don't think we've considered. If he has to take a pay cut, oh shucks. It, is he still going and, back to USC yeah, five million and, versus going to the NFL and making 15 or 20?
1: For you Who's to, taking for, me for you to say that the power of it it doesn't mm-hmm. matter because for you yeah. to say that they have power, they mm-hmm. that no NIL deal will top mm-hmm. the amount of money you get for being the number one pick in the NFL draft. Right, right. That gar- that guarantees. But you're
2: making nothing. but the, the difference is that you're you're going from used to having absolutely nothing in college yeah. mm-hmm. to now I have 10 million dollars. I have a penthouse so, condo. I, I have, have a pant, fancy
0: like, car. Yeah. I'm not yeah. broke, and I have to hurry up and leave to go get money so I can take yeah. care of my family. And, I get your point. you saying,
2: and and by the way, how many times do we have to talk about how many how terrible the quarterbacks are in the NFL? These owners are desperate for a player to be good, and if Caleb Williams doesn't win the Heisman, that doesn't mean he's not as good as Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett was a first round pick. How many terrible first round picks have there been, guys? Like we're talking about the hardest position in in, in professional sports to and figure so, out. And like there's eight good ones in the NFL. And if Caleb is that good or not as good, but he's still really freaking good. Like, I'm just telling you guys, like it's, just, it's the new reality, it's the new reality of sports.
1: 50 percent of quarterbacks in the first round bust. And that's a yeah. you can go look that up. And he Probably could be more. one of those, he could be one <laughs> of those 50. There, sure. there there's literally no guarantees. There are no yeah. guarantees. Well, right. So if, if I were if I were him. If I were him, I would say I would be looking at the best situation possible for me. That thing oh. that that holds true. And okay. if you came out and you didn't want to play for a particular team, just make that known.
0: Can you can just you imagine? That can you imagine him going like this? Like like okay. For example, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback of the Colts, rookie, first round draft choice out of Florida. He's now apparently out for the season. He's going to have to have shoulder surgery. Can you imagine if Caleb Williams says to Jim Irsay, an owner like Jim Irsay, hey, um, I refuse to play for the Colts unless I own a piece of the team. And then some guy decides, all right, he's he's revolutionary. He's generational. This guy is going to be the next Patrick Mahomes, and he's going to be even better than Patrick Mahomes. You know what? It's worth giving him 1% of the team, right? It's worth it. And then all of a sudden, five games into the season, my man's got a broken shoulder. It has okay. to have surgery. I ain't yeah. doing that. And, Browner, you said it, and and I wish you would have gone off a little bit more about it. Ain't no billionaire white guy ain't having no some 21-year-old man. black kid
1: dictating to him. I mean, Thank isn't that you. really – in the end, really, come I on. Want, yeah, all what, you need is one – and ain't none of them, ain't none of them that that. I oh, don't know. There's a bull-haired cutted guy in Vegas that I could nah, see do it. Nah, 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 bruh. Nah, these white folks. I mean, ain't we, all that power. Ever, folks. we all, white we white all thought nobody would ever. We all, we all thought giving that power, man. Y'all, cra- all, y'all crazy. all we all thought
2: nobody would ever give somebody a fully guaranteed contract. And look at Deshaun
1: Watson. These are, these one these are two different things. These one guy. Exactly it, what I'm saying, it, Scott. All you need is one guy.
0: Yeah, but it hasn't happened since, has it?
1: These, no, and, and, I'm not, and I, don't, I don't think it happened to Caleb, but it all... Deshaun Watson had a track record at the level of which that would garner that contract. Caleb Williams hasn't Deshaun done anything. Watson anything.
2: Had 24 sexual misconduct allegations against him when he got it. There's a dumb guy out there. If,
1: if Deshaun is Watson... Maybe you're right. are right. was never Deshaun Watson was never going to jail. Okay, I don't want to backpedal and go back to that. Yeah, I've let's not
0: said. let's not get so, back no, into that. Yeah, Caleb I'm Williams you has no.
1: <laughs> Caleb Williams has no NFL resume for any mm-hmm. of this to ever be of any no real concern of any any NFL owner to the NFL. Yeah, no one. And the season's NFL. not even over. We may end the season <laughs> where the kid from Washington might be the number one pick. Oh yeah, or yeah, to not forget from, from North Carolina might be the number one pick. Let's
2: not forget it wasn't that long ago the NFL owners were bending over and giving Sam Bradford 140 million dollars out of college without a single snap played because that's the way it was. I'm just telling you guys, and they I don't think that it happens real either, and not real quick, but they fixed it. But I'm telling you, I don't think it happens either. But would I be would I be surprised if there's one idiot out there? That gives them one percent of the team. No, I wouldn't. Contracts
1: no, and ownership are two totally different right. things. An ownership agree. is permanent. Yep. A contract is temporary. It doesn't that, have to be permanent. No, that. no,
0: no. It doesn't, it doesn't have, have to be. be permanent. It doesn't have to be. But could you imagine this? As
2: long as you're employed by us, you have one percent of the team. Well, the moment we get rid of you, you out.
0: Yeah, but could you imagine? Imagine like um, Jerry Jones gives him one percent of the team, then decides to trade him, and then has to buy back his equity. I don't. I don't see it, man. It's yeah, me I neither. Mean, all right i do
2: think that like like like, listen caleb maybe is the the guy right now that we're talking about but you don't you don't think if the orlando magic have the number one pick and by some god's miracle Bronny james is the number one pick you don't think that he's gonna try and pull this crap
1: listen that's no okay a better example would have been win benyama much better example That
2: now that might work, and people were pooping all over that when people, when guys didn't want to go to college and they went somewhere else to make money, people were pooping all over that. Now it's happening everywhere. Now that might that that, that just happens. That might work in the NBA, that might work
1: (laughs) in the NBA because one player has far more influence on the game than one football player.
2: Well, quarterback has the most influence and yeah, I, but I think not we've proven that over as, and over and basketball over.
1: Basketball player.
0: All right, let me do this. Let me as as we get ready to hit this this break. And I want to come back. And I actually believe it or not, I want to just briefly touch on the baseball playoffs. Um, but Browner, it's that time. It is that time. It is mushroom lifetime oh, around here, baby. What what you got go there, right, doggy?
1: As always, baby, two two dribbling and of the sustained energy. Okay. Uh, oh, uh. Uh, look at them uh. go tincture
0: mm-hmm. tincture put that, it all yeah. in there.
1: tank the tank job yeah uh-huh, mm-hmm. uh-huh. right right and again yep. until I get my until I get my uh my brain went straight daily focus daily Going focus daily focus gummy
0: mushroom life l-y-f-e mushroomlife.com slash great friends you get 50% oh. off your first purchase so you might as well try a bunch of these products these are plant-based medications so if you take pills for sleep or erectile dysfunction or focus or whatever Try the Mushroom Life products. Mushroomlife.com slash great friends. Don't go anywhere. Hey, great friends. It's Wednesday afternoon. It's Kaplan and crew with Grande and the Brown Man. We are in the 7 Mile Casino Studios. 7milecasino.com. Um, okay. We've talked a lot of football today. Um, I hope that our biggest critic, I don't remember his name. Who's always all over us on Instagram. Cause we don't talk enough sports for oh, this guy. What's that guy's seen name him in a while. I know we haven't heard from him. We've been talking too much sports. I think.
2: Well, it's football season, you know? Right. Yeah. He hates us in July. loves us in the fall.
0: Yeah. In July. He's like, why don't you talk more sports? Like, dude,
2: we talk a ton of sports, I know, but, but in the summertime, you know, sometimes you chill out a little bit when there's only baseball going on You say like, how often do you want me to say. Like, the Padres can't hit with runners in scoring position. I can right. only say it so many different ways. Right. How many times do you want me to tell you that the Padres can't win extra inning games? Yeah. You know? Yeah.
0: Speaking of baseball, are you guys watching the the baseball playoffs now? Because, listen, here's the thing. I, I can remember when the World Series was the Yankees and the Mets, and people were like, oh, I'm not watching that. That's just That's just regional. That's just New York. Only New York fans care about that. Or, you know, if the giants were playing the, the A's, you know, like if you had teams that were very, very regionalized, but I will say this like Texas versus Houston, that's one of those hyper regionalized, like state rivalry kind of deals, but I'm, I'm keeping my eye on it just because of the Bruce Bochy, Chris Young, Nick Hundley, Will Venable, like all those former Padre guys who we knew well, and we love those guys. I'm keeping my eye on that series just for those guys, for the the San Diego slash Padre connection. Bruce Bochy is amazing. I mean, and listen, I don't know what he does because I'm not in that clubhouse, but I know that when he was the Padres manager, no matter how many times people called back then and said, he doesn't inspire, he doesn't have any fire. Get rid of Bruce Bochy. It was only because he was the manager of the Padres for a really long time when the Padres had no money to spend. That was back in the days when Kevin Towers was a general manager RIP, when Kevin Towers was literally having to band-aid a team together every year and come up with creative moves to make the team competitive. And Bruce Bochy managed that group of guys who were not a $250 million payroll. To go now after winning three World Series, and walking in and going, here here it is, guys. Here's my rings. Here they are. I know what I'm doing. Follow my lead. okay? Mm-hmm. And to have a general manager like Chris Young, who looks at Bruce Bochy like, that was my skipper. I believe in him. That's why I hired him. So guess what I'm not going to do? I'm not going to do what Andrew Friedman does of the Dodgers and set the lineup. I'm not going to do what A.J. Preller does and have my spies listening in on his meetings. I'm going to hand the team off to the manager and go, Boch, do what you do. Because I already know what you do as your player. And I already know what you do seeing that you've got three World Series. So I just have to give a ton of credit to Bruce Bochy and even to Chris Young to have enough smarts to stay out of his way and to see Bruce Bochy now on the verge, and I say on the verge, of, of going to the World Series in his first year as the manager of the Texas Rangers. There's a part of me, because I get this all the time from listeners, people constantly hit me up with this. Man, Boach would have been great if they would have brought him back to the Padres. Yes, he would have been. Here's the problem. Bruce Bochi was not coming to work for AJ Preller. Bruce Bochi was not going to come through that door and go, okay, you tell me what to do, smart guy. So credit goes to Bruce Bochi and credit goes to Chris Young. And like I said, Nick Hundley. And, the, uh, and I didn't realize this because I haven't been watching closely. I saw a story that the Rangers and the Astros set like some TV record for for like uh, ratings. I didn't realize that many people were watching because I'm not one of them. Mm.
2: You guys? Me neither. Nope. Not like fully or anything like that. Not making yeah. it part of my day, but I will say this. Um, It is fascinating to see what has happened in the NLCS back-to-back years because you had, in back-to-back years, you had teams go to Philadelphia and essentially – get intimidated into losing yeah like what the way the diamondbacks looked against the dodgers you Mm -hmm. they looked so resilient and like there was a shield in front of them they didn't even realize there was people in dodger stadium they didn't realize they were playing in fight of fifty five thousand people yeah the moment they get to philly those dudes just did not look ready like, they gave up uh, – yesterday, Zach Gallon gives up a home run in the first pitch mm-hmm. to Kyle Schwarber. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Merrill Cayley gives up the, a home run to Trey Turner in the, in the second at-bat. Uh, it's just like – and then, you know, at that point, the Philly fans are all over you, and it's a different ball game. But my goodness, man, I don't know. Philly, more than any team, they got this, like, vibe around them. Yeah. That you're like, you're, you're going to have to beat them on the field, and you're going to not – you're going to have to not lose off the field too mm-hmm. because what's happening in Philly, it's incredible to and it's, watch on TV. And to
0: me, look, I know you mentioned Schwarber, you mentioned Turner, but to me, you got a player in Bryce Harper that is kind of like, um, he's just the kind of player that not only the team, but the whole stadium and then the whole city yeah, just
2: rallies around Bryce Harper. All of them. All of them, honestly. Nick Castellanos, dude, like his post game press conference, he's like, he's he's found like a connection to the crowd. He's also hit some massive home runs this postseason. We already talked about what Trey Turner did, and and, and them giving him a standing ovation, him turning his season around. You remember last year, the third baseman Alec Bohm, yeah, like on camera got yeah. caught saying, "I effing hate this place," right? <laughs> and somehow he worked his way out of like, you know, being buried. There's something. There's a there's a connection. Between the team, the city, the whole the whole thing has got something going for it yeah. this year. And you mentioned how
0: Arizona, you know, listen, when you play at Dodger Stadium, however many times a year it is, call it nine times a year, and you, uh, organizationally, you play the Dodgers every year, you get, I would call it comfortable that, hey, yeah, this is Dodger Stadium, and yeah, there's 50,000 people here, and yes, it's the biggest stadium in, in in baseball, and this is the most, you know, sold out. But when you go to Philadelphia, it's not the same. It may be a smaller crowd, slightly smaller crowd, but man, it's like, it's kind of the way the Seattle Seahawks used to have the 12s, you know, where the entire game, everybody in that stadium is standing on their feet and the Richter scale is going crazy because of the noise. Um, There was an intimidation factor of playing games in Seattle. Philly seems to have that right now. And by the way, it's not just the bomb home runs. It's not just the players and their connection to the crowd that we all sort of perceive. Dude, it's part of the whole show. There was a guy last night, runs on the field, right? And the security guy. You see this, Browner? Browner, have uh-uh. you seen this? Oh, Dude. bro. Wait, this is, you talk about a perfect form tackle. I think that the Eagles are going to call
2: this guy. Dude, you got to see
0: this. Cornerback woes. Some guy comes running out on the field and watch the security guy. Boom. Oh, nice. <laughs> okay. Now, now, my favorite part of this, because we're going to have to watch this a few times. My favorite part of this is there are like guys coming from the bullpen like the pitchers,
1: right.
0: And dude, <laughs> they're like trying to stop this guy. And dude, look at all the pitchers. No, 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 don't, don't come out here on the field. Boom. And the pitchers are like, Oh my God. Oh my God. <laughs> one of the guys, watch it one more time. One of the guys falls to the ground. He's laughing so
1: hard that this guy oh. got
0: smashed. Look at, him. <laughs> Oh my hey, God, this kills me.
1: The funny the thing is not, I don't, it's, it is funny to me, but One of the things about the the fan difference, Philly just has better fans than Dodger fans. So being in Dodger Stadium and having Dodger Stadium be loud, that's one thing. You can see whatever they're doing in Philly is different. Whatever the 12s were doing in Seattle, that was different. So like, home court advantage doesn't really exist anymore because so many different teams take over different stadiums. That there in Philly, that's different.
2: You yeah. know what? Different man. I mean, this could be a ridiculous comp, but take away the costumes. And I'm getting like raider vibes in Oakland. Like, there's almost a danger if you're an opposing fan going in Philly? into Philly right now. Oh, yeah, yeah. No yeah. Like, like there, like, there is obviously, I don't think there's a lot of diamondbacks fans traveling to Philly, anyways. Mm-hmm. But it almost is like, you know what? I don't even want to go there. You know, yeah. it's mm-hmm. like I don't even want to go there. Well, I'll tell you guys Get a couple. of uh, I'll tell you a couple. It's just not going to be an enjoyable experience. I think. No, was worth, worth it. <laughs> if you yeah, right, if
0: you're it. if you were a Diamondbacks fan and you traveled like to Philadelphia,
1: the way out.
2: Right, and you wore an
0: Arizona Diamondbacks jersey to that game. You're taking your life into your hand, just like you would a Raider game back in the day. I wouldn't call it yeah. today. Today, mm-hmm. Raider games are not Raider games anymore. Raider no, games. Diplo's the,
2: the Ra- in the corner, like DJing. <laughs> the,
0: the Raiders <laughs> now. The Raiders are a. um they, what the do they page. call it? They, the Raiders have a residence in, in Vegas. Yeah.
2: That's you know where I mean? you're going on Friday. Yeah. Right. They're go, the, you're going to a show,
0: right? I'm going to see you two on Friday at the sphere. Yeah. I might show up on Sunday at a Raider game. Cause you two's over here and the Raiders are over here and the Raiders just have a residence in Vegas. Mm-hmm. So they don't have the fan base that they used to have. I'm telling you, I've told this story before, but, and I know, you know what? Tomorrow's throwback Thursday. I'll find the video. Billy Ray and I years ago went to Oakland for a chargers raiders game and i'm telling you this is so long ago that we actually saw like the padres giants on sunday night and then we saw the raiders chargers on monday night this is so long ago that back in the old oakland coliseum you know how they used to have the uh the top of the stadium tarped off remember this is when they didn't have that part of the stadium tarped off there were still fans there we all show up there's like 30 of us dude we show up in full-on powder blue we stick out like a sore thumb and we had with us that night party with Marty, our old colleague, Marty Caswell, and Marty starts drinking and she's in the crowd and she starts talking crap, man. And mm-hmm. she's getting into it with Raider fans and she's wearing this super tight, like little yellow, like uh, charger old school t-shirt. So she's, you know, she kind of stands out, you know, and she starts getting into these with these fans. And then Billy Ray got to stand up and he got to try and ease the situation. And that, I'll never forget, was I want to say it was Philip Rivers' first start. Did he start. get
2: Austin Eckler?
0: No, he did not, thankfully. Okay. Um, <laughs> I want to say it was Philip Rivers' first start for the Chargers at the Raiders. Ladanian Tomlinson had a huge night. Rivers had a good night. Ra- Chargers won. And the Chargers were on like a winning streak against the Raiders for like, I don't know, it may have been like five seasons they didn't lose a game to the Raiders. And we barely got out of the Oakland Coliseum with our lives that night. I am not BSing you. I am not joking one bit. We were all wearing powder blue. We were in this sea of black and the Chargers destroyed the Raiders that night. And we were already getting into it with Raider fans in the stands. And we were up in the cheap seat. So those people don't mind going to jail. And bro, I'm telling you right now, we barely got out alive. Tomorrow's throwback Thursday. I got to write a note to myself because I'll forget. And I know Alex will forget. And then I'll get mad at Alex for forgetting. And then he'll blame it on me. And, I'll, and get, it'll be my fault.
2: You don't get mad at us.
0: I know that there's a, I know there's video out there from that night where we get off this bus and we're all in powder blue and everybody's in black and we are we are in trouble.
1: Hey, man, mm-hmm. listen, the easiest way to get whooped at a game is for your woman to be popping off. Hey, listen, no, uh, you're going to have to sit down. Hey, sit down. Sit down. You ain't going to get me whooped. Uh-uh, yeah. no, no, no. no. Mm-hmm. But now, so many women go to the games, they, they got a woman with them who she's just as rowdy as he is, and they'll send her down on the other one. Because yeah. I didn't seen it now. I done, but, women yeah. like... Women like football.
0: Yeah. Um, I'm gonna find this video. I'm I'm absolutely gonna find this video. I am. Uh, I hey, you. uh, let me um I'm trying to think of okay, so back to the Eagles and back to Philadelphia for a quick second. So my old radio partner, Sid Rosenberg, you guys know Sid. Yeah. Sid used to tell these stories. He and his family were hardcore Giants fans, right? And they would do what we're talking about. They would take their lives into their hands, they drive from New York City down to Philadelphia, and they'd go to Giants-Eagles games back in the old days, Veterans Stadium, the old stadium, okay? Sid had this story that he used to tell where him and his mom and his dad are in Veteran Stadium, and they're around all these Eagle fans, and they're all wearing their, like, I don't even know, like Phil Sims jerseys or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy behind them took a beer and poured it on the mom's head, right? <laughs> And the only beer, well, that was it. The problem was they were like, what? They just threw a beer on my mom. And then they realized that the dude had peed in the cup and the guy poured pee all over mom's head. Wow. This is Eagles fans. This is Philly fans for you. Right. Then the the next part of the story was, I always love this part of it. They got out to the car. The car has New York license plates on it and it has, uh, it has, uh, Giants flags on the car. They get back to the car in the parking lot in Veterans Stadium. Car is turned upside down. (laughs)
2: Literally upside down.
0: (laughs) On the roof of the car. People, you know, a bunch of drunken Philly fans pushed the car over. It was sitting on his roof. I mean, these were the stories of Philly fans. So when you talk about creating a home field advantage and an intimidating place to play, you're the little Mm -hmm. Arizona Diamondbacks who got lucky enough to show up and beat the Dodgers when the Dodgers had no pitching and their superstar hitters just didn't hit.
2: Well, yeah. I don't like the way you just diminished what happened to the di- to the Diamondbacks. I mean, I would I would take it more of uh, I'll say it this way. You said it that way, where you basically just diminished what the Diamondbacks did sweeping the Dodgers. I'll mm-hmm. say it this way. How mm-hmm. on God's green earth did the Dodgers get swept by that team? Yeah. Yeah, that's
1: it, it actually a better adds question.
2: to the embarrassment. I would mm-hmm. say look like Not, the Diamondbacks. Y'all, y'all got look swept like. by a team that looks like they have no business playing the Phillies. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: they look like the Diamondbacks yeah, that, yeah, that we we yeah. we're come to used to in this division. That's what they look like now. It, it, I'll be interested to see what they look like in Game Three.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, in you know,
1: Arizona. Yeah, because is that even somebody, gonna be loud in there?
2: <laughs> somebody said. Uh, what are the Diamondbacks going to do if the Phillies sweep them? Are they going to put the National Guard at the pool or are they just going to let them do debaucherous things in their pool? Yeah.
0: Hey, listen. Celebrate. Get, hey, Browner, get ready because I'll tell you right now, just the same way Eagle fans took over SoFi Stadium a couple weeks Ooh, ago against the Rams, man. watch what happens. The Phillies fans will show up in Arizona and take that mofo over.
1: Mm-mm. Maybe all hey, up me, in that junk. All right, listen, if you're an Arizona Diamondbacks fan, don't get your ass whipped at the game. Don't do it. Yeah, they fight. They yeah. they fight. They travel when they fight too. They fight mm-hmm. on the road. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm. Uh, Alex, I would say right about now is a great time to jump into a highlight of the day, man. Presented by torialistics and Californiaistics. What do you say to that? Sure.
1: It's time for the highlight of the day, man.
3: Do you want to get high, man?
2: I'm just really high. Hi. I promo code amazing. I'm heading for sure heading down there today. Promo code amazing to Tori and California list. Spend a minimum of $75. Get 20% off your purchase. What are you getting? In California. Uh, I might have a sleep, sleep stuff. Oh, you're going to see mom, aren't you? No, for me. Oh, really? Not for moms. No, for me. How's mom's doing? She's fine. Back at work today. All good. Okay. Yeah. And I'm calling to see if I can get my car back tomorrow or not, which I don't think I am, but today's Wednesday, right? Yeah. Supposed to get it back tomorrow. Come on. Farmer insurance. Do better. Highlight of the day. I don't know if this is like officially the only people that were nominated, but gold glove finalists are here. And we have some Padres representation. Any guesses as to which players have been nominated as gold glove finalists this year? Okay. I'll take a
0: stab here. Uh, I'll start with Manny. Okay. Um, I'll say Tatis is nominated. Okay. By Soto reputation, better, Soto, Soto. better or not, bro, But he will be. By reputation, he will be. Okay. Um, Hasan Kim. Okay.
1: Trent Grisham. Uh, any other
2: guesses? Yeah, I'd say Grisham probably because he's been a gold glover in the past, I believe. Right. So, so your official San Diego Padres that have been nominated for a gold glove, starting with utility. Hasan Kim nominated right, for ahead. utility because he played second he played third he played short i mm-hmm. find this very interesting i guess ken rosenthal was right mookie Betts also nominated for utility interesting uh, yeah here's why i think mookie might win one of these because in right field fernando tatis jr nominated for gold glove finalist along with mookie Betts, and also nominated for right field mm-hmm. i don't know why hasang wasn't nominated for shortstop then if mookie can do both why didn't i don't know if he didn't play
1: enough games how many games yeah how many games so
2: uh other than that oh excuse me excuse me Hassan kim also second base gold glove oh, nomination interesting okay, very interesting okay, okay. and that is it no oh. machado no juan soto no trent grisham your two gold glove finalists round and hasang kim hasang kim well,
1: that. listen, Soto didn't belong there. No,
0: he didn't deserve it. But he, no. but you know, just by well, it's name and reputation,
2: he was way better in left field than he was in right field last year.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: no. there, he still had some classics yeah. out there in left, though.
1: Yeah. Is that He's gonna, gonna have ca- some
2: classics? Does that save the Padres like what, like a million bucks? Hey, yeah. you're a Gold Glove finalist, right. dude. Yeah, not even a finalist for the Gold Glove.
0: Yeah.
1: And I wonder if Manny didn't qualify because he missed a lot of games. Oh, he was I he was basically
2: so. DHing the august and september so yeah
0: yeah but i mean you got to figure he probably played in at least 120
2: games at third base i'm guessing just taking a guess yeah i don't know i don't know but i mean he never wins the damn thing anyways they always give it to some rando yeah hey um
0: coming up i want to tell everybody um coming up tonight you know the tv show is on from 7 to 8 p.m tonight and um we do um We take what we put on radio and what we put on YouTube, and then we just we throw it on TV. You guys kind of know the deal. However, during the um, 10 minute intermission in between the two segments, we actually have this this TV segment called the Halftime Report, and it's only seen on Cox Cable. So we don't put it on our YouTube channel. We don't air it on radio. It's 10 minutes of exclusive content, and it's only seen on the Cox TV show. Which is on tonight from 7 to 8 p.m. It's on in San Diego on channel four, Santa Barbara channel four, and it's channel 118 in Orange County and LA. If you have Cox or Spectrum cable, I know a lot of people have direct TV or they've cut the cord or whatever, but if you still have cable TV, we're on tonight. The reason I bring it up is this during our halftime exclusive, I have to tell you guys that last night I was in LA and I, you know, everybody always talks about like celebrity encounters. I don't ever have celebrity encounters. Okay. But I had one last night.
1: Oh, Mario had, Lopez.
0: Mario Lopez. It was not Mario Lopez. It <laughs> was not, He was on your mind. It was not Mario Lopez. And here's the thing. Again, I want to encourage everybody to watch this the a TV real celebrity. Show. I'll let you determine. Mm. But I'll say this. Because this, this is should, where
2: our age gap.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. All right. This we got person, a good one for you. This person had a huge entourage of security around him. And I noticed the logos on the security, and I knew it was him. But then oh. I saw him, and I was like, "Gosh, he looks a little chunky." I don't—I'm not sure. Stick around, radio listeners. We got plenty more to get to. Chatlin, stay where you are. Let's get. All right, everybody. We get to the uncensored portion of today's podcast. I did say at the end. To make sure you tune in to the TV show tonight between seven and eight PM, there's that ten minute window, you know, where where that's just on Cox, and I talk about a celebrity interlude that I had yesterday in LA Live. Now you guys said uh, on the show that you didn't think that it would be a real interlude because you're like, oh come on, age difference. You think somebody's a star? We don't. You guys that's not what I meant. I, okay? What do you mean?
2: I just mean like you might know someone is a celebrity where I wouldn't know. Got not it. that. Yeah, that's you what guys I mean. already know what I talked about. What do you guys think? Does that count? Yeah. Uh,
1: Yeah. 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 I mean, that's about
2: as like, it's, it's about as LA as it gets. The only thing that would probably be missing, like, is if it was like a movie celebrity and Mm -hmm. there was like TMZ surrounding them Mm -hmm. instead of like security, Mm -hmm. that's about it. That's the kind of what I think people think of celebrity encounters, Mm -hmm. but yeah, yours is yours is up to par. Yeah.
0: And by the way, when you say TMZ, I'll just tell you that uh, the T and the M are part of the story. So for everybody that's with us right now on YouTube and audio podcast, I'm going to encourage you tonight to get to the Cox TV show, assuming you have Cox or spectrum cable and make sure you tune in tonight. And, um, and then tomorrow is I'm going to call it throwback Thursday tomorrow because last week, Alex, when -hmm. we aired the video from like 2004 ish of me showing up at Bruce Bochi's house. People seem to really like the kind of vintage old school stuff that we have. They're like, why don't you do that more? I'm tomorrow going to find, I got to find this. When Billy Ray and I went to Oakland to see a Raiders chargers game and we showed up in all powder blues and nearly did not escape with our lives. I'm going to find that video. Okay. I hope we'll play it. (laughs) I hope I can find that (laughs) video. I hope I can. Oh man. So, Hey, I, um, Are you guys – are we going to maybe hit some Laker games this year or what? That seems to be totally up to you, brother. Oh, I'm going to hook us up. I'm going to get tickets. Um, I think they start – I think the regular season starts in L.A. with the Lakers next week, I want to say, like (laughs) Thursday.
1: Um, I think they play the Suns on Thursday the 24th. I'd have to check the schedule. We ain't going to make that one. But I will say we need to keep our tradition by seeing the Spurs now.
0: Oh, yeah. That's going to be a tough game to see this year, isn't it? And by the way, yeah. oh my god! What? Tell oh me.
1: god, that motherfucker looks unbelievable.
0: Really, I haven't seen any of these these Spurs preseason. I mean, man. give me a break. I haven't see, I haven't even seen the highlights. Is Wemby already looking like like what he's expected to be? Holy shit! Really?
1: Wait till you watch him. Yeah. Wait till you watch him, dude. He doesn't. He moves like a guard. Because when you see him in summer league, it's like ah, okay, whatever. He was nervous, and then the next game when you watch him play. It doesn't look real. It looks like something's not right. Something looks the TV looks like you need to adjust it. Like he's so tall. What's oh going God. on with,
2: with both of you today? I
1: what's the weather,
2: what's the weather happening to both of your guys' throats down? fucking disgusting today? I know. I, I have
0: uh, both of I, you guys. I, I know. Don't I, eat I, pussy I was, for was, breakfast. Oh, stop. Oh Jesus. What, what do you have to be so gross for? What? My I, I will tell you guys this. I last don't night ask started me this. Listen, don't fucking ask this. me no questions.
1: Look at this. Yeah. <laughs> don't fucking ask me no questions if you don't want a real answer. Why don't
0: you why don't you why don't you cl- fucking it's, 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 like mute the microphone and clear your fucking throat? Ain't nothing to clear out. That's how I, I mean talk listen now. No, dude, listen. I started I last night. I was Gross. like eh, 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 Am I having like a little bit of a thing here? Am I having like a little bit of a cold? I don't know, man. But yes, I am feeling something going on here.
1: Yeah. I feel fucking amazing.
0: Well, here's my thing. Today's Wednesday. I cannot get sick because on Friday, I'm flying to Vegas. On Friday night, I'm going to that goddamn sphere. Once and for all, I'm going to that motherfucker.
2: Oh, by the way, good luck. It's a disaster. What do you mean? Vegas. Around the sphere. Tell me why. The race is in a month, and they're nowhere near done, but they're building everything. Yeah. And they're racing around the sphere. And so, like, legit, like, Red Bull has taken over the seats around or they're building grandstands around Mm -hmm. the sphere. Mm -hmm. Dude, it looks like a disaster trying to get around Vegas.
0: Can you, uh, you got any like videos or any, any pictures that you can show us?
2: Not top of. No. So you can find some handy. Well,
0: here's what I'm doing, I'm but I'm going, in. I'm going into Vegas on Friday. I'm going to walk around. Well, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to walk. I mean, I'm not going, I'm telling I'm Ubering anywhere. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. So I, I can't be sick, man. I cannot be sick
1: no man you are. right don't let alex talk you into something you good no but bro.
0: we do both both you and i do sound like shit today
1: i sound fantastic no you sound like shit no and I at just, times would, and I listen there agree. was a
0: time where i'm talking to eric williams i'm like <clears throat> yeah,
2: that's when i started noticing on Scott. i didn't notice it till brown until right now yeah, yeah i didn't i know I,
1: I felt i sounded good the whole time no and then i'm
2: mm. i'm pressing mute and i'm coughing yeah. also when it comes to wemby i don't need to see him in LA because i gotta go visit mars family and they live in san antonio and i already said i'm going to a game in yeah. San Antonio, Antona, no. Dan Antonio, It'll no. be way cheaper there than it is in L.A.
1: So. bro that, that motherfucker looks amazing. The only the only year. question the only question is, will Greg Popovich do this Greg Popovich thing and say, fuck the NBA and only play him 40 games? That's the only worry I have about him playing. I've seen him play three times now. You yeah, don't have three. worries like that He's weighs 90 pounds and – He'll collapse. When you, when in himself, you watch it, just when like you, Chet Holmgren did. When you watch him play in the modern NBA, no. Now, if he was playing in like 2003, I'd be terrified. They, there's no contact. There's no contact at all. Mm-hmm. And he's so smooth and so agile. And he's got such a solid base. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you're going to be blown away when you get to watch him. You're going to go, no, no, no. This is year one? This is year one? This I hope, you're right. One? I hope mm-hmm. you're
2: right. I hope you're right. This is what it looks like, by the way, around the sphere right now. Hold like, on one second. I'm I'm emailing
0: you the. Uh, I found it pretty pretty much immediately. The video of me and Billy Ray showing up in Oakland. All right, let me okay. see what you got here. Let me see. Yeah, so
1: byung. this is
2: the track. Obviously, this dude did a whole like tour what around he? it. He's an F1 journalist. So, like literally, they're they're racing. <clears throat> why why do they have the cars on the track right now?
0: What do you mean? When you say they're racing. No, I'm I was telling you they're going to race
2: around the sphere. Oh,
0: I thought you were saying that their car is like working the track right now, like to try and understand
2: what it's going to be like. No, no, no. That's not it's not ready because Vegas Boulevard, like, but it just there's just construction literally. He he like walked the entire track all three and a half miles, and it just mm-hmm. looks like a disaster. I can't believe I mean the amount
0: of infrastructure it takes to put yeah. on an F1 race. But to do it, you see, listen, when they do it in Miami. It's around the stadium. There's a monster parking lot.
2: They're doing this in the middle yeah. of the city. Look at
1: Look at this. That's what's going to make it cool. Yeah, yeah look you're at right.
2: like this the lights and the lights cuz it's a night race are already yeah. up down the yeah. main. Look at it. That's the main strip.
1: That's got to be amazing. What, what am I looking at though?
2: Are the What what were that's, the lights? That's the
1: path. Those no, no, I know. those
0: metal beams and stuff. Let me Can you rewind that a little bit? Let me see what yeah. that pointed out to me again. Hold on. I think Let's you're talking out. about like up top. There must be like lights
2: that are down on the track. See this right up here? Okay. Like those are lights that are didn't, not normally there. Didn't
0: notice that. Okay.
2: Yeah. Uh let's see. He goes down.
0: If you just there. keep holding on, hold on for one second. Let the right video here. Okay, right stop here. right there. See up there right. on the right side. There's like this. Yeah. Those are all yeah. lights.
2: Yeah. And there's gonna be walls, obviously, because there's walls and racetracks. So but but this is the main strip right here. So they're gonna mm-hmm. race all the way where I'll be I'll be posted up here somewhere, I think. Mm-hmm. This is where mm-hmm. and then uh so they're racing, and this is where they hit like two hundred and thirty miles per hour. Wow. Yeah, so these lights uh, where, are the flood the floodlights.
0: Where is the sphere? I mean, I've been in Vegas in a couple of years. Where is the sphere, um on the strip, or you know, like just like a little bit? Do off you know, ahead? is there a map?
2: Yeah, but do you know like where the the carousel is, the, or whatever the hell it's called, the the big Ferris wheel thing? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, it's yeah. over there. It's okay, on that, near. All right,
0: there. I'd still love to see like a map of Vegas. And see, cause I'm, I'm trying to think of where we're staying. I think maybe like one of those, like the Palazzo or, you know, Venetian. Oh, you're close then. You're, yeah. I think walk. we're, yeah, we're, yeah.
2: we're there for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Uh, I'm trying to figure it out, you dude. I'm going to bring maps gonna, or something.
0: I'm going to bring back, um, some crazy video from this sphere. You know, awesome. and by the way, for those of you guys that are you know still with us, you know we're about to expand. We think to Vegas, so we're going to be on television in Vegas, not just in San Diego and LA and Orange County and Santa Barbara. We think we're about to expand to Vegas, so they're looking for that kind of stuff, man. They want to see that.
2: Mm-hmm. I actually yeah. talked to Gary this morning. Oh, really? And I and I told him, uh, "Hey, I'm going to be in Vegas for F1. Do you have anybody credentialized covering the thing? Yeah." And he said, I can try and get you credentialized. And I said, yeah, go for
0: it. Hey, speaking of credentialized, dude, we got to start working on the Super Bowl. Super Bowl's in Vegas this year, too. Have we already started to put in credential applications for that or We no? need
2: to talk to your boy, Howard.
0: Oh, and really? And you need
2: to have a meeting off air because okay. of the conversations you've had with other people. It's going to okay. be more now. So Okay. All right. Yes. All right. Listen,
0: we're out of here. Uh, we're back tomorrow. And uh, everybody have a great rest of your day. Browner just gave me a look. He knows he ain't back tomorrow. Yeah, what are you looking there. at, Browner?
1: I thought I had gray hair.
0: Oh, really? You got a gray hair?
1: No, I thought I did. I don't.
0: No, good for you. I don't. Mm -mm. I don't have gray Mm -mm. hair. I don't Mm -mm. because I get my hair dyed. (laughs) Respect. Thanks. All right, we got to go. We're out of here. Peace out. Much love. See you guys tomorrow.